Learning that from Gimel Amid Beis. Amar of Gidel Amar Raf. Hi Simlak. Simlak Rashi says is jasmine. Mevarchi nilave yibari atzi besamim. Apparently there's wood there that has an aroma. Amar of Chanan Amar Raf. Hani chalfi diama. So on these chalfi diama, Rashi says it's a kind of perfume called asfig. It's actually shivailus nered, one of the ingredients in the katayres. Mevarchi nolai yibari atzi besamim. Also on that you make atzi besamim. Amar Marzutra. My kara. What's the Pasuk? In other words, where do you see in the Pasuk that this is considered to be an eight? Apparently it grows from a stock, something like Pishtan. Where do you find that's considered a tree? So the Pasuk says, by Rachav, who hid the, the Meraglim, she took them up to the roof, and she hid them in the, you know, in the stalks of flax, and it's referred to as Pishti eights, the wooden stalks. So apparently things like that are considered to be wood. It should say Amr of Mesharshia. Hi Narkoim. The Narkoim is something like a rose. So there's kinds of those that grow in the wild, and then there's kinds that like that grow in gardens. The Ganonis, the ones that grow in gardens. So them Mevarchim Olave Bari Atzivasam. And then you say Bari Atzivasam. Apparently they have like a wooden like stem. The Darva, the ones that grow out in the fields, so they have a soft stem. So then, on them you say, Bari Isri Vesamim, it's like an Asif, it's like a grass, it's not a wood. Amrav Sheshis, Hani Sigan Sigli, which Rashi says is something called Violis. Some learn that that's the Dugayim that the Torah speaks about. So on those, you make Mevarchin Elayu Bari Isri Vesamim, that's an Asif, that's like grass. Amrav Zutra, Hai Mandu Mayuach Beasraiga Oibe Chavusha. When somebody smells an Asraig or Chavusha, I think it's called a quince. So, Oymer, you make a bracha baruch shenas and reyach tov beperos. Right? You bless Hashem, he gave a nice aroma to the fruits. Taisha says, if you're eating it, you make a barip your eights, and then you don't have to make a bracha on the smell. Amr of Yehud, the haiman, the nafak, but you may nisan. The person goes out in the days of nisan. Bechazi ilani, the kamalavavi, and he sees trees that are beginning to blossom. Oymer, he says the following, bracha baruch shalechisar b'alameklum, Nothing is lacking in his world. Ubarabo Briais Taibas, he created in it wonderful creations. Vilanos Tavos, wonderful trees. In order for people to enjoy them. From where do we know that we make a bracha on what we smell? Remember, it says, call on Neshama to Halalka. The Neshama, right? That's what we breathe. That should praise Hashem. What kind of thing is it? That the neshama benefits from. If the pasuk refers to the neshama praising Hashem, what benefit does the neshama have? When the body doesn't actually have that pleasure, that's the riach. The riach is almost like a pleasure into the neshama as opposed to the physical body. The bachur Yisrael, some say bachur Yisrael that didn't sin, they are destined to They're going to give off. A wonderful smell like the Levana, like the, the cedar trees in the Levana forest. Remember, like it says, Yelchu Yon Kosov, they will go. The Yon Kos are the ones who are nursing. In other words, like uh, the young children, the infants, they will go. Zayis Hodo, and his beauty will be like a Zayis. The Zayis is considered beautiful. And they will have a wonderful aroma like the Levanon, like the forest. What does it mean? The Pasuk says, Everything Kaddish Baruch Hu made good in its time. 
So what does it mean, Beito? Says the Gemara, each and every person, made his umnas, his profession, good, yafeh, before him. In other words, whatever people end up doing, they like doing that. They enjoy doing that. That's what people say. You can hang a kora, which is the soft branch that grows out of a dekel, which you can eat. It's considered a delicacy. You can hang it around the neck of a davracher, of a chazer. And he's going to do his thing. He's going to go and rummage around in the mud. In other words, you can't change a person's teva. So some people have the teva and they'll be a grass, they'll be a garbage collector, and they'll enjoy doing that kind of a thing. And that's the way Kaddish Baruch who created it, because otherwise nobody would do that. And Rashi says it was a chesed, the whole world has different things that need to be done, different jobs that need to be tended to. So everybody is created differently, and there's different people that are inclined to do different things, and they enjoy doing those different things as well. Says the in Avuka, a torch, that's like two people. And the moon is like three people. What's he talking about? So we'll see that when a person walks alone, so he's in danger of of, uh, of being harmed by Shadim. When there's two people, so then they're in less danger. When there's three people, they're safe completely. So Rav says when a person is holding an Avuka, that's like two people. When a person is in the moonlight, that's like three people. Is an avuka, is holding a torch. Is that like two people including him? Meaning when a person is holding a torch, so together they're like two people. Or perhaps when a person is holding a torch, so the torch is like two people besides him. In other words, him and the torch together are like three people. So the Gemara says, well, let's see, because it says, it says that when he's in the moonlight, that's like three people. So if We'll say that two people means two people, including him. So then Shapras, then it's good that here it means three people, including him. In other words, there are two people with a torch, and there are like three people with the moonlight. But if you say that besides him, it's considered to be two people. Two people, in other words, Navuka is besides him two people. So him holding Navuka is like three people. So then what does it mean when he's in the moonlight? Well, the moonlight is like three people. Besides him. That means together there are four. Arba Lamadi, what do we need four people for? It never makes a difference that you have four people. Because Amr Kazmari said that to one person a shade will appear, Umazik, and he will harm him. Lishnaim to two people, Nira, the shade will appear and scare them. But he won't harm them. Lishlaishan to three people, Aino Nira Koloki, he doesn't appear at all. So once you have three people, you're completely safe. So from here you learn that it must be that when this a person holding an avuka, he's considered to be like two with the avuka. Him and the avuka are two. And then him and the moonlight is three. I mean, not. So from here you learn that it's including himself, not excluding himself. It's preferable for a person to throw himself into a burning fire, a furnace, that he shouldn't literally whiten, in other words, shame his friend's face in public. Now, and from where do we learn this? We learn it from Tamar. It says, he would say she was taken out to be killed. 
And the conclusion of the Pasuk is, and she sent a message to Yehuda, and the message said that I have conceived from the person who these things belong to, and they were really Yehuda's. In other words, she was pregnant from Yehuda, and Yehuda was taking her to be killed because they suspected that she had Znus, and it was really with Yehuda himself, and she refused to announce publicly that Yehuda made her pregnant. Yehuda had to be the one to admit, and if he didn't, she would have been put to death. So she was willing to have herself thrown into a Kivshana Eish, not to shame Yehuda. From there we learn this idea. They bring before a person oil and hadasin. The oil, you uh, you rub into your hands and you smell it, and the hadas you smell. So you first make the bracha over the oil. And afterwards you make a bracha over the hadas. And Basil say, no, you first make a bracha over the hadas. I will decide. Oil, so we're zeichet to have the aroma of it. And we also are zeichet to have the uh, right. We anoint ourselves with it. We smear it in. So we have two benefits from it. Whereas hadas the smell we benefit from, but we don't benefit from sicha, and therefore we should make a bracha. On the shemen that we have two benefits from, and our mevichin and halacha kedushim mechir the halacha is like the one who's machria, and that means halacha is like beis shamai. Actually, you make a bracha on the shemen first. The more brings up ma'isa. Rav Papa Ikar will be Rav Huna Brady Rav Ikar. Rav Papa came to the home of Rav Huna Brady Rav Ikar. I see the command of shemen v'hadas. They served them. They brought them shemen and the hadas. Shalker Rav Papa Baruch Hadas Brady Rav Papa took and made a bracha over the hadas first. Hashem, and then he made the bracha on Shemin. In other words, he did like Beis Hel. So the host of Huna Brei Ravika said Don't you hold Allah like the Machriya? In other words, Allah here is like Beis because that's how Rabbi Gamliel was Machriya. Amr so Rabbi said, No. Hachi Amr Rava, this is what Rava said. Halacha Kibbeis And we have the Gears of Elohi, it's not so. He was just doing it to uh, to excuse himself. In other words, he made a mistake. There was no way like Basila when the Allah was really like Bishamai because of Gamliel, so he wanted to save face and he said that Rav holds Allah is like Basila. You have to understand how he could uh, how he could say that, isn't it a lie? Others don't have this girsa altogether. The Gemara just ends over here that uh their papa was khalik and he said no. Hakiamarava Allah ke Basila and that's the Rif Paskin that the Allah is like Basila. The other Rishanim have this girsa and they paskin the Allah is like Bishamai. Tony Rabban and the Gemara brings a and they brought before the people oil and wine. So you take the oil in your right hand, and smile the wine in your left hand. And first to make the brach over the oil, which is in your right hand, and then the brach over the yain. They say the reverse. You take the wine in your right hand. And the oil in your left hand. And first the food, the drink, and then afterwards on the shaman. Which you're going to smell, which you're going to uh, smear on your hands, and then you wipe it on the head of the shamish. Apparently, the shamish wouldn't have minded to have the oil with its nice fragrance in his hair. And apparently, the Mavarich Rashi understands with the Tamil Chacham, and it's inappropriate for a Tamil Chacham to be walking around with 
this fragrance in his hand. So then you wipe your hand off on the wall. What's the big deal? It's a gnai for the Tamil Chacham to go out into the street when he smells of this fragrance. On this note, the grammar of the Bryce says, There are six things that are a gnai. They're degrading for Tamil Chacham. He shouldn't go out when he has this fragrance wearing like a cologne perfume into the market. He shouldn't go out alone at night. He shouldn't go out with shoes, shoes that are patched up. He shouldn't talk with a woman in the street. And he shouldn't sit in a group of Amiyarets. He shouldn't be the last one into the base of Medrash. add on here, also, he shouldn't take large steps. And he shouldn't walk with his back, you know, erect, very straight. It's like a sign of gaiva. So the Gemara explains, he shouldn't go out when he's wearing, you know, besamim perfume, cologne into the street. We're talking in a place where people are chashed, are suspected of mishkav zacher. So if he goes out with that perfume, people might suspect he's going to get involved in that kind of activity. This is only a problem when it's in his clothes. It lasts for a long time when you have this perfume on your clothing. But if it's on the body, the sweat quickly removes it. Now his hair, that's like in his bag. In other words, it's going to stay for a long time in his hair, and that's comparable to the bag. No. In the hair, it doesn't stay so long. That's more like the body. Apparently, in the hair, it stays for longer than on the body, but not as long as in the bagged. And it's a shy of which one we treat it like. You shouldn't go out alone at night. People suspect he's going out alone. Maybe he's meeting up with somebody to do an avayah. Now, that's only when he doesn't have a set time. In other words, he doesn't have a set shear that he's going to. But if he has a set time, a place to go, a shir, a kavusa, made the yidi, everybody knows. The idnei kasa is going to his set time, to his set meeting. He shouldn't go out with shoes that are patched up. This is the proof to what Rabbi Chiyobarabba says. It's a gnai, it's degrading for Tanukhacham to go out with patched up shoes. Any of that. So, Rabbi Chiyobarabba, enough, didn't Rabbi Chiyobarabba go out with patched up shoes? It's only a gnai when you're wearing a patch on top of a patch. It looks really patched up. One patch is okay. Now, it's only also a problem when it's bepant on the top part of the shoe. But on the sole, on the under part of the shoe, less of the shoe, less than, but that's not a problem. And even on the top of the shoe, it's only a problem when he's walking in the road, in the street, in public. But at home, but we don't have an issue with that. And also, it's only a problem in the summer when his shoes are clean and people can see the patches of But in the winter, less than no problem. The shoes are covered with mud. People can't notice anyway. He shouldn't be talking with women in the shuk. Even if it's his wife. The rice also says this. Even if it's his wife. Even if it's his daughter. Even if it's his sister. What's the issue? Not everybody knows his relatives. And they don't know that this is his daughter or his sister or his wife. 
and he has to be concerned about what he, what they might think about him. He shouldn't sit in the group of Amiyarits. Why not? My time. Dilma He might be drawn after them. He might be, uh, you know, learn from them. And he shouldn't be the last one to enter into the Vesemadrish. People will call him a Pashiach. Then we said, He also shouldn't take large steps. What's wrong with that? Taking large steps takes away one five hundredth of a person's eyesight. What's the takana? What's the way to repair the damage? You return it. When you make Kiddush on Lel Shabbos, you drink the Kais of Kiddush, Rashi, he says. So that brings back the eyes that you lost. And finally, you shouldn't walk with your back straight up. When a person walks like that with his back arched, even if he walks like that only for hours, like he's putting away the feet of the Shechina. It's like the whole world is full of the Kavar of Hashem. He walks like that, he's pushing away the Kavar of Hashem.